0: What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's Word and see what He has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What's up, everybody? Thank you all so much for joining us for another day of the New Vision Podcast. This is Dakota Logan, and I have the privilege of getting to lead our college ministry called The Point. Now today we're continuing our podcast of the book of Mark, and I'll be picking up in Mark chapter 11, I'll be reading verses 27 through 33 from the NIV today. It says, They arrived again in Jerusalem, and while Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders came to Him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked. And who gave you the, the authority to do this? Jesus replied, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority that I'm doing these things. John's baptism, was it from heaven or of human origin? Tell me. And that they discussed it among themselves, and they said, well, if we say from heaven... He's going to ask, well, then why did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, because they feared the people for everyone held that John really was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. And Jesus said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. So this is another interaction between Jesus and and the Pharisees and the religious leaders. And this comes on the heels of Jesus going in and clearing out the temple earlier, I think it was chapter 11 or chapter 10. Yeah, earlier in chapter 11. And it was right on the heels of him doing that. So now they're coming to Jesus and they're basically essentially asking him in front of everyone in, um, in the temple courts, in the synagogue there. He's at, they're asking Jesus, well, who do you think you are? Like, who do you think you are, and what power are you doing these things? Because no one doubted that Jesus had power because they were hearing about his, the miracles and the healings. And so they were coming basically saying, who do you think you are, where you come from, and by what power are you doing these things? And what's interesting about their question is that if they would have answered it honestly and answered it correctly the fact that John the Baptist was called by God, he was empowered by God, it would have given them the answer to who was right in front of them. And they'd have been able to see who Jesus truly was. Because Mark himself was saying, hey, listen, I'm pointing you guys to the Messiah. I'm pointing you out to one who's going to come. In Mark chapter 1 verse 7, John the Baptist said, it says, this was his message, this is what his ministry was all about. After me comes the one who's more powerful than I the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So John was always pointing them to the one who was coming. John was always pointing them to the one who was the Messiah. And so Jesus, in a kind of a, a sly way, is asking, asking them a question that if they would answer it truly, it would have told them who was right in front of them. The fact that the Almighty God, God the Son... The Messiah was here and that it was Jesus. So the fact is when it when it comes to when we look at the interaction that Jesus has with the religious leaders I think we can learn a lot Um, but one of the things that's just true about them is that they weren't coming to genuinely seek Jesus. They had their agenda. They came to Jesus already knowing what they thought they needed. They came to Jesus knowing what they wanted and the fact is that they wanted him gone Now, it may look different for you and I, but I can often come to God already knowing what I want to say or already knowing the outcome that I want to ask Him for. And when that's the majority of my prayer life, like I'm missing Jesus, right? Because that's what happened right here. They came with their agenda. They came with what they wanted. They came with what they thought they needed, and they missed Jesus. They missed the fact of who He was. And what Jesus wanted for them in their lives. And, and it's the same way with us. When we come to Jesus with our agenda, with what we think that we already need, we come with our blueprint and we're coming asking Him to bless it, not really even seeking Him for direction in our lives, and then we're missing the whole point of prayer. We're missing the point of coming before Almighty God in prayer. And so instead, we want to, we want to have a posture of, God, I need wisdom. I need your direction in my life. I need provision. I'm coming and seeking you for it. And that kind of leads me to, to a challenge um, that I have for us. But here, here's my takeaway, one takeaway and then one challenge. So here's the takeaway. When we come to Jesus with an agenda, we're always going to miss the purpose of coming to Jesus. And so I think it's just we can learn so much from this interaction that, hey, we don't want to come, always come with an agenda. We want to come just to know. We want to come to be in the presence of Almighty God. And we want to come with Him to, to praise Him, to honor Him, but also, also to ask for wisdom, ask for direction. And so here's my, here's my challenge. So that was the takeaway. When we come to Jesus with an agenda, we're always going to miss the purpose of coming to Jesus. And here's the challenge. Seek Jesus to just be with Him. Ask and pray for wisdom and direction from God. Instead of, again, instead of us just coming to Him with our blueprint and asking Him to bless it, let's come to Him to ask for wisdom and ask for direction. And here's a challenge, too, with with our prayers today. Because if we're just coming to Jesus asking for things, we're also missing the point of of meeting with Jesus, right? So let's 50% of our prayers today be thanking God for who He is and what He's done, and the other 50% to be what we're asking God for, asking for wisdom, asking for direction. Asking for him to move in some area of our life, right? Because God wants us to do that. But when when we come to Him and we're just—that's really the kind of the core and the majority of our prayer life. Then then again we're we're missing so much of what it means to have a relationship with God. And so let's let let's, this is just a challenge. Let's let half of our prayers be thanking God for who He is and what He's done, and then the other fifty percent be what we're asking God for and see how that doesn't change our prayer lives. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Hope this has been a blessing to you. And tune in again tomorrow as we pick up in Mark chapter 12.